Hello and welcome to Friday Night Fright Presents Comic Book Calvacadia 2020. Man, we're going to have some fun this month. Every episode in May, every day in May, there's going to be a brand new episode. It's going to be a mini review of a comic book movie. Yay, can't wait, hyped. So it's going to cover the gauntlet. It's going to be loads of MCU stuff. There's going to be some DC stuff probably. Uh, might be some off stuff. There's going to be Flash recaps of Flash Season 2 every Tuesday. Um, so it's going to be four or five of those, depending on how many Tuesdays are in May. But it's going to be tight, because they've all got a week off. Yay! Anyway, this is the intro comic for Cavcadia. So you hear this every day of the week, and then you'll hear an intro for the movie that I'm covering that day. Or TV show. Ooh, scary! Anyway, I'll be back after a brief word from our sponsor. And hello, and it's the May 9th episode of Comic Book Cavcadia. And today I'm going to be re- reviewing... Captain America Winter Soldier, sorry that sounds very nerving and of me, it's first day, I've um, got a day off work, from work, what can do? Um, so I should point out that I remember, well last time I saw this, I remember it being one of my top five Disney MCU Marvel movies, uh, I watched it a lot, I'm not even going to be unbiased about it, I think it's, well, prior to now, prior to watching Morning Order, it's bloody wonderful, and especially after Iron Man 3 and 4, Iron Man 2 and 4, to Iron Man 3 and 4 too even, this was like breath of fresh air, because this was like a proper whopper of an action movie, really well acted, really well written, had consequences to the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward, and dressed one of my problems with the Avengers I didn't mention in that review of Captain America didn't seem particularly faced by modern day we find out there's a reason for that and they were slowly getting more and more these slowly getting more and more creeped out and freaked out by the surveillance state and things like that but this movie really pits up it's a direct sequel both Captain America and the Avengers direct direct sequel and really sums up Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward and is anchored by a great performance by Chris Evans, or at least that's how I remember it. Maybe it'll be differently watching them in order. Oh, sorry, and I'm rattled because I watched the morning show again, morning show episode seven. That's amazing. And beyond, oh, I really want to watch that, but you know, this podcast doesn't record it safe, unfortunately. So, coming up in a few seconds will be Captain America The Winged Soldier review. So, that's Captain America Winter Soldier in the bag. Uh, what did I think of it? I thought it was excellent. Really, really good. Yay, finally, another good Marvel movie. It's been uh, not since the Avengers, which, to be fair, wasn't that many reviews ago, but feels like it's a lot longer. Um, Captain America Winter Soldier is... Well, is it an excellent, is it an excellent movie? Or is it a really good superhero movie? That's the... Um, distinction really needs to make because not all good superhero movies are good movies in general I suppose you can go by logic of something like Big Trouble well, Big Trouble and Little China is a masterpiece but it's clearly a B-movie it's just a really 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 good B-movie and would I say this was as good as Big Trouble and Little China no, no I wouldn't but I would say it's really good on its own merits the only thing I do find take umbrage with well, I have probably a few more things for this 10 minutes up thing that I take umbrage is, is uh, the pre-release hype said, oh, Robert Redford's in it, and it's a throwback to spy movies of 70s, which, no, no, it isn't. Look, I like this movie. I like it a lot. It's not a throwback to those movies. Those movies were intelligent, 
pessimistic, well-written character studies. And this has a lot of character, and it does study said character, but it's not character study. It's a big-budget, super blockbuster movie. All character stuff is good, and it's very good in some cases, but it's to bookend real explosive action sequences, of which there are a lot, and of which they are very well choreographed. The essential gist of the movie is following on from the Avengers, Captain America First Avenger and the Avengers is Captain America is now in present day and he's lost the thing that he holds dear and he has nothing left really particularly to live for and then he finds out that his best friend Bucky aka Winter Soldier is alive so he's like well I'm going to save Bucky and I'm going to fight Hydra. The movie gives Captain America essentially a purpose to go on. And it's something which is a bit nice because they could have just done a generic super movie, but they tried to do something a bit more interesting. Much like Iron Man 3, it tries to deconstruct the idea of Captain America and then reconstruct it, pointing out how is it working modern day and how it works is fundamentally Captain America, Steve Rogers, is pretty much depressed. He's trying to put on brave face, but he's just going through motions. He's the soldier of outer war, which is sad in a lot of ways. But it just seems to be that, you know, throughout the course of the movie, he gets caused to fight and he gets his war back and all of that. But he's still not living. And it's an interesting, fascinating path to go down, pointing out that, like, the futility of what he's ultimately doing. He needs a war. He's a soldier. He, you know, he can't function by war. And the other characters are all starting to move on and gain dynamics and things like that. But Captain America refuses to go and date people because, or even find somewhere really to live because he doesn't seem particularly into the idea of moving on. You know, he's still stuck mentally in 1945. He wants to dance, 1944 even. All he really wants is to go back, but he can't. So he, but he doesn't want to go forward. So he's sort of stuck in sideways motion. He's moved forward 70 years into present, but he's still fighting against Hydra. And he's still pining for Peggy, and he's still trying to, you know, save Bucky. So it's kind of it's kind of sad in that way. And there's a sad tragedy to it that doesn't really come across in stuff like Iron Man Three, where or Four Two, despite their best attempts, Captain America feels like movie series they've got going on, which is most relatable. You've got the action pat mess messianistic stuff in the Avengers, and then Captain America. You've got well, not smaller per se. But a movie which is not character study, as I mentioned earlier, but does try focusing a bit more on character. And it's subtly documented by the new co-directors of the Captain America movies, the Russo brothers, who are obviously known from stuff like Community, where he did some of the wackier episodes like Paintball episodes and Rest Development. And they came from TV background. And you wouldn't think that would translate particularly well to cinema, you know, we saw what Alan Taylor struggled to achieve in 4-2. But to be honest, these guys really succeed. And I think the reason they succeed is they came from shows like Community and Arrested Development, which were, Arrested Development's very irreverent, but very clever structurally and visually. And Community, which was a genre hopping, which was ostensibly a comedy, but was genre hopping and very, very, very visually focused. Like the paper episodes are basically action movies done on a, very low TV budget, and they look tremendous. So Russo Brothers 
got this movie and they obviously must have done Killer Pitch for it. But they've also brought something to it, which is they don't just want to remake Captain America, even tonally or visually. They want to do something new. So despite the fact that it's not really a spy thriller from the 1970s, that was their modus operandi. And at the same time, they wanted to showcase something different for Captain America, as it's emphasized by the way he fights and the way they shoot said fights. Joss Whedon and Joe Johnson shot them in very clinical ways in Captain America First Avenger and um, the Avengers, respectfully. And they did a good job. But this movie really showcases how ridiculously powerful, fast and aggressive Captain America can be and does a really good job of his powers and his shield and just the concept of the fights are best as best it's ever fight by his first fight with Winter Soldier where basically you see Falcon and Black Widow are amazed are really good fighters and clearly more competent than your average person on the street in these movies but there are lost against Winter Soldier and then Captain America comes by and their camera's jumping all over the place and usually that's really annoying because jump cuts and all of that but in this case it works because clearly these two are moving so fast that the camera can barely keep up and the quality of moves they're doing and speed and all of that they clearly sped up the footage a lot which feels a tad erratic at first but not like something like Batman Begins where it's not bad and it does have tonal feel to it but you know it still is jarring to watch here it's kind of jarring to watch but also is really good sign that these guys know characters because some of the other action sequences between uh for example, Falcon and Crossbones and Black Widow and Alexander Pierce and stuff like that, they're shot more matter of fact, you know, simple, simple compositions. Whereas Captain America and Soul Fights are clearly portrayed as these two are doing shit, which is ridiculous. It really gets sense how powerful these two characters are. They're clearly super soldiers, unlike in comic books, where they're in slightly enhanced but not particularly super powered. Here, they're flout super powered, recovering from stuff which put a normal person down there's also a sense of paranoia going through the movie of who can you trust and it's used as a theme which is quite interesting you know actual running theme between all characters and shows that people's trust in captain america being absolute it's the one constant throughout the movie stuff like iron man 2 and 4 to and iron man 3 even tries to have themes going through it but they can't recommit to iron man 2 and 3's case is because there's a lot of improvisational elements and 4 2's because the themes weren't particularly interesting staff with but this definitely feels like a direct sequel to the avengers and really explores some parts of captain america's character in that movie which were undeveloped which at the time the lack of response to being in modern ways is a tad distracting but now in retrospect it feels like it was a form of PTSD Captain America refusing to dwell on it whereas now he dwells on it because it's so moving as time dwelling it so in short really really good movie great action sequences the first one with Cap with Wink Soldier pursuing Cap Falcon Black Widow is fantastic the high mark of the MCU to date. The Avengers might have had more explosive sequences, but the construction of that sequence was amazing. Um, that car chase one. So much so that the end of the movie can't really match it because they've already peaked in terms of their fight. A bit like the first Captain America movie where it peaks when he halfway through and then continues for a bit longer. But in this case, they do a good job of um, twists and turns in the end for this movie, including a great return for Zola, the um, weas- weasel sidekick to Red Skull in the first movie. So yeah, really good. Chris Evans does a fantastic job as Captain America in this movie. Action's great, directing's great, story's great, and the 
progression through Marvel Cinematic Universe is really good too. So yeah, um, so I believe it's just Guardians of Galaxy, and then I'm on to Avengers Age of Ultron. So yay! So um, yeah, tomorrow will be Guardians of Galaxy. Um, oh, what do I give Captain America? Uh, in terms of the MCU, I'd probably give it four out of five. I think because I think it's better than the Avengers, but I think the Avengers just. The sheer scale of everything they have done, combined with all those rogue elements, means that it transcends everything up to date. But I really enjoyed this one, and I'm very much looking forward to Guardians of Galaxy tomorrow. So, until next time, remember, life is beautiful. <laughs>